pay for that? Talk to the hand. Come on, Bennett. Let's party. Give us the girl or we'll take her. Enough talk. Into the boat. Into the tunnel. Get to the chopper! You did not make it, Victor. Sweetheart. We're married. Consider that a divorce. Hello, cutie pie. One of us is in deep trouble. I'm pregnant. It might be a tumor. It's not a tumor. It's not a tumor at all. Chill out, dickwad. Stop cheering me up. No problemo. It's for sleeping with my wife. The damn minivan. Grant me revenge. And if you do not listen, then the hell with you. The hell with you. The hell you will. Who the hell are you? My name is John Kimball. Talk to the hand. Come on, Bennett. Let's party. Give us the girl or we'll take her. Enough talk. Into the boat. Into the tunnel. Get to the chopper! You did not make it, Victor. Sweetheart. We're married. Consider that a divorce. Hello, cutie pie. One of us is in deep trouble. I'm pregnant. It might be a tumor. It's not a tumor. It's not a tumor at all. Chill out, dickwad. Stop cheering me up. No problemo. It's for sleeping with my wife. The damn minivan. Grant me revenge. And if you do not listen, then the hell with you. The hell with you. The hell you will. Who the hell are you? My name is John Kimball. Rub it in. <laughs> Now, according to my screen here, yeah, it's seventeen degrees. Oh, okay. Yeah, so what where you are? Yeah, yeah. And then the studio here, it's probably another five, eight degrees cooler again. Mm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you got a slap of the week? Of not <laughs> um, from the weather. Yeah, the cold weather. Um, no, not really. Yeah. <laughs> Mm. I'm sort of being killed. Well, yeah, I just heard um, yesterday the great Rafael Nadal. He's pulled out of the French Open. Yeah. Yeah, so his career is winding down to a conclusion. Yeah. 14 times he's won the French Open. Yeah. Yeah, incredible. Mm. What an extraordinary, extraordinary career he's had. And uh, yeah. Like a lot of that career, you know, our last episode was talking about players that were the sports people that were injury prone. Yeah. And yeah, Rafa had his fair share of injuries, but it didn't seem to stop him. Uh, <laughs> but now old age seems to have caught up and gosh, uh, he'd be nearly pushing 40 years old, I reckon. Yeah, and, poor brother. Um, <laughs> yeah, and all that running around, you know, on uh, those clay courts. Yeah. Yeah. Because when you play on clay, because the it, the um, ball comes off slower and, you know, you have longer rallies and yeah. it's more running around and sliding and, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it take its toll on the body. Mm. So, um, yeah, no, he's had a wonderful career, wonderful role model. And, yeah, I'd say, yeah, in the next six to 12 months, he'll call it a day. Yeah. One of the other 
greats of tennis the bit out of the big three yeah there's roger Federer's already retired and and it looks like novak Djokovic will he'll be licking his lips now he'll be taking that all-time record of the most number of grand slam titles oh mm. okay yeah but i've got it i've got some winners here yeah some claps for the week And I'll start off with in the A-League here in Australia, in the, in the soccer, Melbourne City demolished Sydney FC 4-0 to make it to the uh, grand final. So congratulations to them. And Aussie uh, female soccer player Sam Kerr, yeah, she got voted um, best player uh. in the English Premier League and... Yeah, her team won the uh, FA Cup last weekend. Uh-huh. She was a star performer in that. And Aussie golfer Jason Day finally broke through for his first win on the PGA Tour in five years. Uh-huh. We spoke about him last week, you know, how, how, how he's had um, a bad run with injuries and over the last five years or so. So that was great, wonderful to see that happen. He's a... Bow Desert guy. Grew uh, up not far from here, probably uh, oh, 40 k's away. Yeah, in the hinterland yeah. of the Gold Coast. Yeah. Oh. He's from a uh, Filipino family. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Filipino background. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm. I, I, I just found out what your ghost was. What's that? The reflections of the cars going past. Oh, is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You want to fill our listeners in? Oh, well, just before we start recording, I was, we're just chatting. Yeah. Chatting. And I thought I saw it look like a ghost that was flying around Paul's, yeah. Paul's room there. I thought, <laughs> I thought he had the, fa- the ceiling fan on, but he said, no, nah, he didn't have it on. Oh. Yeah. So you got a ghost in there and then. Then I just noticed another one that would have been a reflection from the the cars and say going past. Yeah, well, that, it's the episode today is on um, acting, uh, isn't it? It has to do with acting. And I was uh, talking to you about that uh, movie, Three Men and a Baby. Yeah. Yeah, and how uh, for a number of years they uh, thought there was a ghost in the background uh, in one of those scenes. There was a boy who mysteriously kept appearing and disappearing in the background and yeah. no one knew who he was and yeah. oh it's a ghost it's a ghost <laughs> and then yeah i think some years later they they found out no nah, it was all a g up yeah. <laughs> someone was in the background yeah. uh, with a prop but if you go to youtube you can watch it yeah, yeah. it looks pretty creepy yeah mm. Wonder if there's any sports people that turned into ghosts. <laughs> there's, there's probably a few, I'd say. Yeah, come uh, back to spookers. Mm. Uh, but I'll tell you another big winner: Manchester City absolutely smashed Real uh, Real Madrid four nil to make it to the Champions League final, and they're going for the treble. So they're going for the Champions League title. They've already got the Premier League wrapped up and they're in the FA Cup final in the Manchester derby against Manchester United. That'd be a ripper of a match. Mm. And 
Yeah, Mark Bosnich, the uh, former Aussie soccer player. And yeah, he's a, one of the main pundits on TV now. Yeah, he said it was the most clinical display he's seen by a football team in 10 years. Mm, so he's a really good judge. And Port Adelaide in the AFL, seven wins in a row. Yeah, they had a, another good win against Melbourne last night. And Parramatta, <laughs> it caused a massive upset. Yeah. There I was last week going, help. Oh, we're playing South Sydney. Oh, no. And the record against South Sydney is just horrendous. Yeah. And uh, they, they smacked their bottoms. Thirty-six <laughs> to sixteen. What was it? Sorry, what was it? Parramatta thirty-six. Yeah. South well, Sydney sixteen. Yeah. Bless my soul. I couldn't oh. believe it. I might. Yeah. I, I had to pinch myself this morning. When I saw the score. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, but another a, a big clap is the Parramatta eighties premiership teams. So. All the players who played in their premiership sides in the 80s, so the premier, they won 1981, 82, 83, and 86. Uh-uh. Yeah, each one of them is going to get a premiership ring. Uh-uh. Yeah, which is great. Mm. And that's been a big criticism over the years that, uh, you know, the club hasn't looked after their, their former greats, you know, and the players from those premiership teams the way they should have. Uh-uh. Yeah. So at least they finally done something good for them but my slaps the rugby league officials just the inconsistency oh with the decisions and just does my absolute head in yeah yeah and the sydney roosters they're another slap they're going like bustards at the moment they had another loss last night to uh st george illawarra they sacked their coach anthony griffin during the week yeah that's another slap. Clubs who get rid of their coaches halfway through the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think it, yeah, it's a bit stupid, I think. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, today we're going to talk about some well-known sports people from over the years who went on to feature in TV and or film. So some like former professional wrestlers. Well, I've never really considered professional wrestling a sport. Do you, Glenn? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's more a bit of a show, really. But, uh, well, Brian Johnson, I think he was a good uh, footballer in college. Uh, yeah, he was, he, uh, yeah, so yeah, former professional wrestlers such as Dwayne Johnson and John Cena are well-known. And Arnold Schwarzenegger was once Mr. Olympia and Mr. Universe in the world of uh, bodybuilding. However, there are many actors from over the years that you'll be surprised were once accomplished athletes and some well-known sports people who went on to do some acting. Some were, mm. suc- <laughs> some were successful and some were, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. That's <laughs> long. Uh. <laughs> yeah, so Glenn, when you think of sports people who went on to become actors, what, what comes to your mind jackie chang oh yeah 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 i i just try to find out what what former i think it was did it too yeah was one of his styles but i actually yeah 
he's done over 150 movies. Mm. And uh, I actually saw him interviewed during the week and he was talking about um, about being interviewed and and when um, computerization came in, he was over talking to this guy about yeah about how they add in extra stuff out of the, out mm. the scenes he does. And he said, back in my day, there was no special effects. What, what I did was I ran, I jumped, I rolled, I then went off to hospital. Because <laughs> mm. yeah, he's broken a fair few bones and that, and stitches and, and that, yeah. Yeah. I think Bruce Lee's another one, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was a, he, um, back in the 70s, mm. 80s. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was a professional in um, martial arts and then yeah. went into acting and sadly passed away at an early age. But, yeah. yeah. Anyone else you can think of at the moment? Well, I was going to say um, Bruce Lee, but you beat me to it. But oh, I'm sorry. I don't know. Uh, uh, um, Claude Van Damme. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he's... Um, he actually he has property on the Gold Coast. Was he? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. was he involved in martial arts when he was younger or I think kickboxing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well but... where are they now today? He was involved in he came from a yeah, a martial arts background when he was young too. Yeah. yeah so we'll talk about yeah. him in some depth, but there was another sport that he yeah. excelled in as well. Yeah. When he was younger, which is a big surprise. Yeah. Also, um, mm. Ronda Rousey. Oh, yep. Yeah. Uh, she's a, a female kickboxer that ended up getting that good that the only people that she competed, competed against was, was males. They actually put her into the male yeah. um, competitions because she was just... It was, uh, Lunar in the Expendables 3. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I love those. I love those movies. I've never seen them. I mean, yeah, I know. Yep. They're, they're, they're really good, yeah. The, the, and they, even like the, the interviews and, and the outtakes and stuff like that. Mm. Yeah, you know, like all the, all the actors in, the, in there, uh, um, yeah, yeah, they've come from some form of martial art or sport, but but, but it's really good. Um, it's really good um, mateship that goes on in those movies. Yeah, a lot of joking around and <laughs> stuff like that, and and even Expendables too. Hmm. The, the, the the actors were that busy that they had two different. Two completely different um, film crews traveling the world to keep up with the schedules of the of the actors. Yeah, uh, performing in it. But, but you, I really take me off to um, Sylvester Stallone, who started mm. the Expandables. Yeah, and and what he's been through in life, and uh, yeah, what, what yeah what he's achieved and. Yeah, and there's a really down to earth guy. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and it, yeah, he um, you know, 
Yeah, Rocky. That was a, one of the greatest sporting movies of all time, wasn't uh, it? Uh, Which he featured in and uh, back in the 70s. And uh, I think, gosh, how many Rockies have they made? Probably at least five. There was one a couple of years ago too. Yeah. Uh, mm. uh, Adrian! Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> what sort of movies do you like? What sort of gen genre? What's your favourite? Yeah, yeah, mainly comedy. Comedy, yeah, yeah comedy and action. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> and uh, like like in the um, Expandables, th no three, where um was it? Yeah, Expandables. They've made quite a few of them, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. The, the, there's another one that comes out this September. But but they're in the, but they're in the airport. Yeah, fighting against um, Lord Van Dam, mm. and it's Arnold Schwarzenegger and um, uh, Br Bruce Willis. Yeah, and they and they sort of, you know how how Bruce Willis had the um, the catchphrase, "Yippee ki yay, mother fucker." <laughs> yeah, um, um. Arnold Schwarzenegger said that because yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger said, I'll, "I'll, yeah, I'll be back," and and Bruce Willis said, "You've been back enough. I'll be back." <laughs> and then Arnold Schwarzenegger said, "Oh, you became mother, yeah." Yeah, well, that's Bruce one of the most famous lines in uh, film history, isn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah, but no, yeah. Any. Famous actors? Like, who's your favourite actor? Your favourite actor? Male or female? Or... Oh. <laughs> now you got me thinking. Mm. It's like asking what's your favourite movie or it's or hard your, to... Or your favourite <laughs> song. So many. Or your yeah. favourite song. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's just really hard to, hard yeah. to pick. But, um, yeah, no, um, yeah, well... Yeah, I, I I can really pick it. It'd be hard to pick on the broken nose, mm. but yeah, I'd say. Oh, I wouldn't. I couldn't even think of really, because if if I said someone, I'd be going, "Hey, should have said this or that other person." <laughs> yeah. 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 No, well, when I when I think of sports people who became actors, firstly, well, I, I think of Matt Nable the uh, Aussie actor who once played first grade NRL for um, Manly. He didn't play many games, but played a handful. And But, yeah, he features in a lot of uh, really good Aussie movies today, like The Drive. Have you ever seen that movie? The Drive? Yeah, The, the Drive. I saw it at um, the pictures uh, yeah. probably two or three years ago. It's on Netflix now. Really good movie. It's got uh, Eric Banner in it. Oh, uh, yeah. and uh, he was in Gallipoli as well. And he's he's on the, uh, he features a lot on the, the Fox Rugby League channel. Like he does a lot of the, uh, the promos and does a fantastic job. Like I watched one, oh, it would have been, yeah, it was on Facebook the other day when they were opening up the new, uh, Sydney Football Stadium, 
the new, yeah, the new, the new how many, how many, how many new, new football stadiums, stadiums have there been? Oh, it's ridiculous. Well, the previous one was only built and that was, that opened in 1988. Yeah. And yeah, they demolished it after not even 25 years or so. And then, but the one they've got now, that's on my bucket list. I want to go and go and sit watch a game there yeah yeah i might do that one weekend yeah. have, a, have a junket weekend down in sydney uh, and uh you should come along too mate we'll, <laughs> we'll go to we'll go to combank watch para play yeah. i've never been to that stadium so that's another one that got you know the previous one was only there for like 20 oh about 30 years yeah they demolished that and um, well, they've got a spanking one there now. Oh, yeah, yeah. I guess they just got to go with the times. And yeah. but yeah, another one like Wally Lewis's son, Lincoln Lewis. Yeah, he was on uh, I remember him on Home and Away, and he's been on some other movies. And yeah. Brett Lee featured in that <laughs> the Bollywood movie. Uh, yeah, uh... yeah, I've put some of him. On fa- on the uh, Facebook page, yeah, his, <laughs> some of his uh, clips there, yeah, yeah. Oh man, he's a he's a god over there. Yeah, yeah. They're just fanatical about their cricket. Yeah. And the infamous OJ Simpson featured in those Naked Gun films. They were they were the funniest movies I've oh, ever yeah. seen. I reckon. Yeah. Oh, Liam Neeson. Uh-uh. Yeah. How, how good was he? Liam Neeson, don't you mean? Liam oh, not, not Liam Neeson. What's, what's his name? Leslie Nielsen. Yeah. So, yeah, on, Leslie. yeah. That's, ah, that's give me you. a triple slap. Okay. Double slap. Triple slap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But another one, if we go right back, and, yeah, we spoke about this guy in a previous episode. Um and this is oh, a long, long time ago. The great Snowy Baker. Mm. Yeah, so this is going back to the early 1900s. He represented Australia in rugby union, swimming, diving, and boxing. And then he went went on to become a box office draw in a series of action-adventure tales. Yeah. Such as there was a movie in 1920 called The Man from Kangaroo. Yeah. Yeah, and he yeah, he went over to Hollywood and had a career over there. Yeah. Gosh, he's a jack of all trades. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I think he won a silver medal in boxing at the 1908 Olympics. Yeah. yeah. And Ian Roberts, the former rugby league great. He played for South Sydney, Manly, North Queensland, New South Wales, and Australia. When yeah. he retired, he went to NIDA. And he featured in some films, and one of them was at the movie Superman Returns. And he was probably one of the most famous um, high-profile gay athletes. Yeah, when yeah. he came out around the mid 1990s, yeah. showed a lot of courage. Yeah, mm. very um, inspirational man. But geez, he was a he, he was a great player. Yeah, yeah, tough as they come. You didn't want to pick a fight with him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but um, no, nah, some of my favorite actors in general, I 
definitely Tom Hanks and oh, yeah. Um, oh yeah, yeah, I love any Tom Hanks movie. Yeah, yeah. Saving Private Ryan. That's probably one of my favourite movies of all time. Yeah, yeah. Got, yeah of course, you he, he filmed the um, the movie Elvis on the Gold Coast and mm. New South Wales. That's right. And they were staying on the um staying at Broadbeats there on the Goldie. Mm. And going for the going for the, the mall there and talking to people and buying cups of coffee and sitting down having a chat. Yeah. Do, do you remember when he, he was over here in uh twenty twenty when COVID first hit? Yeah. And <laughs> him and his wife went were in hospital there and they yeah. were told they had COVID. That was like in the real early days of it. Yeah, yeah, and he mentioned on how how great so how how great the Gold Coast University Hospital was. Mm. He said, yep. that, you know, they really looked after him and, and that. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah. No, he's been one great movies. Philadelphia. Um, first movie I remember him in was uh, what was it called? Big was it called Big? Back in the eighties, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That, I don't think that was his first movie, but that was one, yeah. of, one of them. And that oh, Splash, yeah, he was in Splash. Yeah. Oh, that was classic. Yeah. Daryl Hannah, that's right. But 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 that that movie big sort of put me off him for a little bit. Oh, okay. Because he went from big to another. He yeah. went from the movie big. To the, his next movie was grown up, like where he's acting as an adult, and it sort of took me ages to get yeah him out of the the, the role he played in Big, mm. yeah you know, more of a childish child movie. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. No, no, he's a really nice guy in that. But he's starred in such a wide range of movies, hasn't he? He yeah. played so many different roles. And... Yeah. 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 Anyway, I'll go get Miss Olivia because she's okay. going to come and do the quiz. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I'm going to go put some washing on the line. I'll be back. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, wrong button. Wrong <laughs> button. Okay. I'll try that again. Take two. Yeah. <laughs> It's quiz time. <laughs> Question number one. Former world heavyweight professional wrestler, Dave, the animal Batista, that's fun, played Drax the Destroyer in which film? <laughs> the answer is... Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. I I love Marvel, but I hate Guardians of the Galaxy. I just think that ugh, I don't know. The humor isn't funny to me. It's too gory. Yeah. Gory humor. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen it? Nah. Nah. Uh. It's a good it's a good movie other than that. Uh. <laughs> What's that one? Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, I never seen it. Okay. <laughs> I'm boring, aren't I? You are. Yeah. Okay, question number two. 
American actor John David Washington excelled in American football in college and once signed with the St. Louis Rams. He went to establish himself as an actor in many films. He played the lead roles in which 2018 Spike Lee film? Is it A, Black Klansman, B, Malcolm X, or C, Bullets? The answer is A, Black Klansman. I've never heard of any of these movies. <laughs> Question number three. Name the Brazilian football great who once appeared in two episodes of the show, Money Heist. We only, it says A and C, but we're just going <laughs> to, Dad, <laughs> it, says, it says A, is, is that one like a is that B? Is that A? Yep. B and C. Okay. Oh, it's Pele, not Peleb. Peleb. That's four up, four slaps of cop in the last five minutes. <laughs> a, Peleb. Um, B, Ronaldo, or C, Neymar. The answer is C, Neymar. Question number four. Ernie Dingo, the popular indigenous Australian actor and presenter, excelled in which sport during the 1970s? Is it A, Aussie rules, B, basketball, or C, hockey, played in Western Australia state leagues? Answer is basketball. Question number five. Former Hollywood actor Esther Williams featured in films in the 1940s and 50s, such as Neptune's Daughter and Dangerous When Wet. What sport did she compete in before becoming an actor? Is it A, tennis, B, athletics, or C, swimming? There she is. Answer is, oh wait, I've lost my question. Swimming, mm. featured in many aqua musicals. Hey. I think I've ever seen an aqua musical before. Aqua musical. That was the days before synchronized swimming. <laughs> Became a sport. <laughs> so how do they sing underwater? Bungalow for eh? Good question. They've got those pigs in their nose. On their nose, haven't they? Yeah, but I think they can. Have you seen have you seen quarters of like the faces that synchronized swimmers make while they're performing routines? Oh, I'm not I don't watch it much, Libby. I don't either. <laughs> it's just like a <laughs> well, number six is I'd be going. second last. <laughs> I didn't know it was a thing until I watched like the Muppet movies and Miss Piggy mm. started like <laughs> well, it came into the Olympics in 1984, I remember. And to this day, there's it's always caught criticism about being in the Olympics as a sport. Uh, I think that's fine. Mm. Okay, Paul, why you got the phone there? Yeah. See if there's any um, synchronized swimmers that have become actors. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, well, Olivia does the next question. Okay. Stand by. Stand by. Well-known British actor Vinnie Jones played 184 games in the Premier in the Premier League and played for five English clubs. Which English English club did he win a FA Cup final with in 1988? Is it A. Crystal Palace? B. Wimbledon? Wimbledon? So hard to say. C. Or C. Unite. Leeds United. Do you want to? Oh, Wimbledon. Yep, Wimbledon FC. I remember that game. It was a big upset. I stayed up till early hours of the night watching it. Yeah. Hey, just going back to Esther Williams, right? Uh. Yeah, she... She was born in 1921, just passed away in 2013, actually. So she was nearly 92 years of age. Now, have a guess how long she could hold her breath underwater. Uh, 15 minutes. Uh, about three minutes. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. My mom can hold her breath for a really long time. Yeah? Yeah. It looks like she's drowning. She's just chilling. Right. Hmm. Okay. okay. Uh, Question number seven? Yep, that's it. Okay. Which famous basketball player played himself in a season two episode of Cur Curb Your Enthusiasm? Is it A, Shanique O'Neal, B, LeBron James, or C, Michael Jordan? It is A, Shanique O'Neal. Shaquille O'Neal. Shanique or Shaquille? Shaquille. I've always heard it Shanique. No, that's, a, that's a girl's name. My whole life. Give you, mm -hmm. Libby needs to give her the slap, Glenn. No, no, no. No, 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 I won't give us that because that's the first time in all these years she's made a mistake. Yeah. That's no spell of mistake. Yeah, no, no, but it's the first mistake she's ever made, so I'm not yeah. going to give her a slap. Well, but but I, I think you should have a couple more slaps for not putting yeah. in the correct A, B, or C. Yeah, Esther Williams was the only synchronised swimmer on there. Yeah. Well, yeah, there you go. What? Yeah, that became actor. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Who am I? Yeah. Who are you? Who are you? <laughs> who am I? This week's Who Am I? This is a massive Who Am I. We've got heaps of information. I was born in 1904 and I'm a former American Olympic swimmer, water polo player, and actor. According to Wikipedia, I am known for having one of the best competitive swimming records of the 20th century. And I set numerous world records and won five Olympic medals. I won gold in the 100 meter freestyle and 400 meter freestyle and was a member of the four times 200 meter winning team at the 1924 Paris Olympics. I also won a bronze medal at the water polo in the water polo, the water polo. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know this is really written. 
Where did you find this? Did you write it? Yep. <laughs> that eliminates all of the things I was going to say. About Where is it? Oh, yep. In the water polo. Yeah, he won a bronze medal in the water polo. Yeah. Am I just like, okay. Water polo is a sport. <laughs> Am I just stupid? Like, I don't, I don't know. Okay. At the 1928 Olympics in Amsterdam. I didn't know water polo was in the Olympics back then. Yeah. I hate water polo. I played it once. Oh, I did once too. And oh, oh. boy, it's hard, isn't it? It's so oh, hard. man, I struggled. If you're not a good swimmer, you're yeah. stuck. Yeah. yeah. What was I? Oh, yeah, the water polo. At the 1928 Olympics in Amsterdam, I retained my 100 meter freestyle gold medal and again won gold with an American team in the four times 200 freestyle. Ugh. So then he's gone on to be an actor. Okay. So tell us all about that. I made my film debut in, 19, in the 1929 musical comedy, glorifying the American girl, playing a non speaking playing a non-speaking Adonis, wearing only a thick leaf. <laughs> My most iconic role was when I played Tarzan in 12 feature films. Oh! I'm so sorry for anybody watching this. Give him a slap. Give him a slap. Another slap. No, no, Libby, give him a slap. Give him a slap, That's it. <laughs> So he's worn it. He's a, he, he, he played Adonis wearing a fig leaf, right? Like these, the casting crews oh, are just yep. like really like trying to give him as little clothing as possible. Yep. Oh, so he played Tarzan. Oh, I, I, I King wonder, of the jungle. I wonder, I wonder who was the costume designer on that. that, that movie. <laughs> <laughs> You're really like sports players. <laughs> so that's. 12 feature films all playing he, he played tarzan in all of these from 1932 to 1948 i also featured in the comic strip adventure film jungle gym in 16 films between 1948 and 1955 and in 26 television episodes my role in tarzan nearly did not eventually eventuate because BBD advertising executives did not want me to be photographed in anything but their underwear. I was married five times, passed away in 1984 at the age of 75. This guy, jeez. <laughs> yes. My name is? It's where we reeled at the end of this episode. Mm. Thanks, Libby. Thank you. you want to see some of these really old clips? One. Yep. Rightio. So we're going to talk about some other interesting sports people who became actors. So, yeah, the first one I'm going to talk about is a horse, and his name was Desert Gold. And actually, actually, it was a it was a uh, a mare, a female horse. Sorry. <laughs> Another slap. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it was this, a successful race horse way back in the 1910s who won 19 races in a row now featured in a film called desert gold in 1919 and surprisingly played herself yeah now 
got a famous uh, Aussie sporting legend here, Murray Rose. Now, he won four Olympic gold medals, and he had a go at acting in the 1960s and appeared in the Aussie adaptation of My Free Angels in 1962. And then he tried his luck in Hollywood, where he played some small roles on TV shows such as Dr. Kildare. Now, he also featured in films such as Ice Station Zebra, in 1968 and Ride the Wild Surf in 1964 where he played the role of an Aussie surfer called Swag. Mm. Now, this is an interesting one. We're going right back. Annette Kellerman. Now, she was one of Australia's best swimmers in the 1910s and she featured in aquatic shows as well. So there we go. There's a, there's Yeah, there's one before Esther Williams' time. Uh, Nick Kellerman. Now she featured in the movie Neptune's Daughter. There it is, there, Livy. There's some footage of it. 1914 style. So that movie was made in 1914. And in 1916, she played a role in a movie called A Daughter of the Gods, in which she appeared nude. <laughs> It was the first nude scene, apparently, by a movie star. Uh, yeah. Interesting. Now, you go to the Facebook page, I'll put a, a YouTube clip of that on there. Oh, good. Libby's having a look at it now. I am? Yeah. Riveting, isn't it, Libby? The action's actually pretty all right. It was all uh, no words in those days. Mm -mm. Mm, times have changed, haven't they? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so hard. that's what, 109 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Grant Taylor, he was a professional boxer and found stardom in the 1940 film, 40,000 Horsemen. Now, he played Aussie Ockerolls, just like uh, Jack Thompson did. He was the Jack Thompson of his time. However, World War II interrupted his career. And according to Stephen Bagg in film... Inc.com.au, he apparently, quote, a fat gut and a receding hairline saw him <laughs> sag into character roles in movies, end of quote. <laughs> <laughs> so he put on a bit of pud. Yeah. And he... uh. This guy's interesting, Ron Hadrick. Now, he was a legendary Aussie actor. Have you heard of him, Glenn? Ron Hadrick. Yeah. Yeah, Hedrick. Ah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, he was a legendary Aussie actor, um, narrator and presenter. Uh. Now, he's featured in many films and TV shows, such as Quickly Down Under, Mother and Son, All Saints, Home and Away, GP, Heartbreak High. And he's featured in very much in stage performances. Um, mainly Shakespeare roles and often performed with Ruth Cracknell. Remember Ruth Cracknell from yeah, Mother and Son? Yeah. Oh, I used to love watching Mother and Son. I'm, I'm just thinking, who did he play in Mother and Son? Um, I don't think he was, oh, actually, yeah, I think he was um, oh, like one of the old, I don't know, I can't remember. When, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he, I don't think he played a, a long, 
you know, a regular role on there, like yeah. Ruth Cracknell did. And yeah. uh, what was his name? Gary McDonald. Yeah. Yeah. Norman Gunston. Yeah. He played Norman Gunston too, didn't he? Yeah. 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 But no, I love those mother and son episodes. Yeah. No, I don't remember seeing Ron Hadrick on there. But yeah. yeah. I probably saw him, but I didn't recognize him because you know, I'm not that familiar with him. But yeah, in 2012, he received an Actors' Equity Lifetime Achievement Award. Now, he played first-class cricket in the 1950s, playing three games for South Australia in the Sheffield Shield. So he was a good cricketer too. Mm. Now, this man's a well-known American sportsman. His name's Jim Brown. Now, he's considered by many to be one of the greatest American football players of all time. Yeah, the former Cleveland Browns running back had a successful career too in Hollywood in a range of genres. Now, he featured in films such as The Split in 1968, Ice Station Zebra in 1968 as well, Slaughter in 1972, and then 1975, he featured in a Western movie called Take a Hard Ride. Now, in the 1969 Western film, 100 Rifles, he shared the first ever interracial love scene with Raquel Welsh. God, he was lucky. Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh. Raquel Welsh. Oh, boy. Now, his best role, according to Nicholas Dorenzo in AARP.org, was when he played Robert Jefferson in the film The Dirty Dozen in 1967. Did you ever watch that movie, Glenn? Uh, not only parts of it. Yeah. Yeah. Quite a well-known movie, that one. I never yeah. saw it. But yeah. But his yeah. role involved playing a, um, a convict who was sent to France to assassinate Nazi yeah. officers. Now, we've got uh, Sonia Henny. Now, she was a former Norwegian figure skater who won three Olympic gold medals and 10 world championships. Now, she signed a film contract with 20th Century Fox in 1936 and quickly became one of the highest paid actors in Hollywood by featuring in roles where she displayed her tremendous skating skills. Yeah, so some of those movies included One in a Million in 1936, Thin Ice in 1937, Happy Landing in 1938, and the Oscar-nominated musical Serenade in 1941. Yeah. So it's interesting to see how films, you know, developed over the years, isn't it? Yeah, it sure is. Yeah, like, you know, Livy was just watching that movie from way back in 1914 where there was no sound and... Yeah. I think sound sort of came in in the late 1920s, I think. I think I saw a 1928 movie that, um, yeah, it would have been probably one of the first movies that yeah. did, um, you know, with words, like with sound. Yeah. yeah. Mm. It was interesting watching movies back in those days. Yeah, just the guy playing the piano to, yeah. to try and give some sort of emotion to the movie. Well, often when I'd wake up at night in the early hours of the morning, I'd put the telly on and might be Channel 2 or something and ABC uh, and they'd have like a really old movie on, you know. From, you well, The Wizard of Oz, that was 1932. Yeah. 
Yeah, the first one. Mm. Uh, I think they, they reckon there was a ghost in that movie too. Uh, from memory. Uh, mm. Okay. Yep. Where are they now? Okay, so today we're going to talk about one of the most famous action movie action uh, heroes. Yeah. So uh, he's very, very interesting career, this bloke. And we're going to, he came from uh, a background, a, a mixture of two sports. Yeah. So one was martial arts and the other one was diving. We've never spoken about diving before, have we? Yeah. I think we've, yeah, so this is a first. But we're going to talk about Jason Statham. Yep. So Jason Statham. So he was born in Shybrook, Derbyshire in England in 1967 and is an English actor who is well known for playing the part of characters in various action thriller movies who are typical tough hard-edged gritty or violent yeah so his mother Eileen was a dancer and his father Barry was a street seller who also worked odd jobs such as coal mining and he was also a painter and a, a singer in the Canary Islands as well now Statham began practicing Chinese martial arts, kickboxing and karate in his youth and displayed it at the local market stalls in Norfolk. Yeah, so Norfolk's a uh, uh, oh, town on the eastern part of England. Uh, yeah, gets pretty, I'd say it get pretty chilly there, Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was in the southern part of England and it got a bit chilly there, but that's yeah. what it's like further up where yeah. Norfolk is, yeah. So Statham grew up with football player, and we just spoke about him before, and later actor Vinnie Jones, and the two played football together, and they would later act together as well. Now, Statham developed a passion for diving, and he practised every day with the aim of perfecting his diving techniques. Now, Statham went on to become a member of Britain's National Swimming Squad for 12 years, and he competed for England at the 1990 Commonwealth Games in Auckland in the 10 metre, 3 metre and 1 metre competitions. And he just missed out an Olympic selection for Great Britain. However, he once made it to be ranked 12th in the world. Now, when interviewed, when interviewed by IGN in 2003, Statham said that diving taught him, quote, discipline, focus, and cer it certainly keeps you out of trouble, end of quote. <laughs> now, back in those days, Statham had a full head of hair too, back in his diving days. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Well, I think we spoke about him briefly. Um, I think it was, you know, interesting careers by sports people. Uh, Might have been that episode, you know, when they retired. Yeah. Uh, and he gave up diving at an early age. Yeah. Yeah, so if you go to uh, YouTube, you can see all these highlights of his diving performance at the 1990 Commonwealth Games. And he, he performs moves such as the two and a half somersault with one twist on the one metre and three metre springboard. Uh, the, four, the forward three and a half somersault with a tuck. The two and a half somersault with a pike. The back one and a half somersault with two and a half twist. Uh, <laughs> The forward three and a half somersault with Pike, and his back three and a half somersault with a tuck 
on the high platform was an absolute Barry Crocker. (laughs) 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 You lands flat on his gut, but I'll tell you what, those divers, there's no way I could do it. Geez, they've got courage. I'd struggle to even stand on that high platform, let alone bloody dive in the thing. (laughs) So they've got guts and... uh, yeah, he ended up with a low score of 13.86 after that dive he did. He yeah. landed awkwardly, but thankfully escaping without injury. Yeah. yeah. So if you go to the Facebook page, I'll put YouTube clips of his diving there. And yeah. yeah, but oh gosh, when you see a beautiful dive, there's hardly any splash. Mm. But when he did that <laughs> difficult move, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the BBC commentary, they're very harsh on him, which is unjustified. Gosh, I'd love to see them doing it. Yeah, yeah. so he realised after a while that it wasn't, that it was going to be a real struggle to make any money as an amateur diver. So he decided to give it up. And according to Statham, diving was really just a hobby. So when he was training at London's Crystal Palace National Sports Centre, Statham was spotted by an agency called Sports Promotions, who specialised in sports modelling. And he then received other modelling contracts. And in 1997, he became a model for the clothing brand French Connection. And he was sought after as he looked like a normal bloke who was very masculine. However, he still had to do his street selling to make ends meet, selling fake perfume and jewellery. <laughs> Yeah, yep, he was selling dud goods. Mm. At least he admits it, I guess. Now, he made a few small appearances in some music videos, such as um, Run to the Sun by Erasure. Do you remember them, Glenn? They were a synth pop duo in the mid-80s to 90s. Yeah. Yeah, so when Statham was modelling for French Connection, he was introduced to British film director Guy Ritchie. Now, Ritchie was making a film where he needed someone to play the role of a streetwise con artist. And once he learnt that Statham was once a black market salesperson, he thought it'd be ideal to play the role. Hmm. Now, Statham played the role of Bacon in the 1998 crime comedy thriller Lock, stock, and two smoking barrels. Now, the film was well received by critics and audiences and put Statham in the public eye. Now, he was paid £5,000, and then he featured in another one of Richie's films in 2000 called Snatch and was cast alongside Brad Pitt and Ennis Farina. Now, the film, that film earned more than $80 million in box Uh. office revenue and Statham was, pay, was paid £15,000 for the job. So yeah, his pay's gone up three times. Uh, now, Statham then began to have some success in Hollywood, and he appeared in two movies in 2001, the science fiction horror film Ghosts of Mars and a science fiction martial arts action film The One. Now, Statham was offered more film roles, and in 2002... He played the lead role of driver Frank Martin in the action film, The Transporter. Oh. Now, Statham studied Wing Hun. Now, that's a 
form of uh, Chinese close quarters kung fu with hand-to-hand -hand combat and quick fire punches. And yeah, he also studied uh, and trained in karate and kickboxing for the role. And he featured again playing the role of Frank Martin in The Transporter and the follow-ups in Transporter 2 in 2005 and Transporter 3 in 2008. Now, in 2003, Statham appeared in three British commercials with a chocolate bar, Kit Kat. Uh -huh. yeah. yeah, so it featured him talking about a salmon swimming upstream and everything it has to go through, and then reminding the audience, remember, you are not a salmon when the, <laughs> the salmon eventually dies. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah, and while he opens up the wrapper of the Kit Kat, uh, Kit Kat bar, he reminds the audience that taking a break is an important part of life. And I remember, um, oh, it might have been about four or five years ago when Daniel Ricciardo was going better in the Formula One scene. Yeah, yeah he, um, I remember he was being interviewed, you know, he's walking over out of the, the pits in, you know, to walk towards his car to, you know, do practice. And yeah, this uh, English interviewer, or, um Sky Sports comes up to him with the microphone. He, he goes, Daniel, tell me, what can you do to get a break? And Daniel, Daniel Ricardo goes, have a Kit Kat. And he let the guy know, no, it's all right. I was just referring to the ad, having a bit of fun. <laughs> yeah. oh, I love Kit Kat bars. You, yeah. you like them, Glenn? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, Statham played supporting roles in Mean Machine in 2002, The Italian Job in 2003, and he played the role of the lead villain in the 2004 film Cellular. Now, other movies that he starred in included Crank in 2006, War in 2007, The Bank Job in 2008, The Mechanic in 2011, Spy in 2015 and the Mechanic Resurrection in 2016. So he's he's busy, isn't he? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Doing a lot of roles. And apparently um, he's one of the few actors who a lot of the time does his own stunts. Yeah. Like one of them involved, um, you know, jumping off a high-rise building in New Orleans. And, yeah. Yeah. The, the, the part of the interview of um, Expandables 2 is saying that you know, the, the, the old action you know, heroes mm. like Stallone and Schwarzenegger and all them, they, they were still doing most of their stunts themselves. Yeah. yeah. But they'd be sitting around after filming and they'd all be sitting around having a drink and going, oh, yeah, in pain. I think Tom Cruise does too. He does a lot of his own stunts. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Statham also had success starring in The Expendables from 2010 to 2014, appearing alongside fellow action stars Sylvester Stallone, uh, Jet Li, Dolph Lundgren, and Mickey Rourke. Yeah. He was uh, in another uh, movie, sporting movie, Mickey Rourke in The Wrestler. That was a really good movie. Yeah. Um, Mickey got an Academy Award for that. Chuck, Chuck Norris was also in um, Expandables too. Oh, was he? Yeah. 
Oh, right. Uh, yeah, he's he's big into it. He's a martial arts guy too, isn't he? Yeah. Mm. But, uh, you know. And he was in uh, Dodgeball as well, Chuck yeah, Norris. Yeah. Yeah, he was one of the judges at the end. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> right. Yeah. Gave the big thumbs up. I, I, I remember um, back in the um, when one of the big tornadoes went from America. Yeah. And, 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 the, and there was one house standing in this this street and they reckoned that that was Chuck Norris's house. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I often sell it, watch him, um, you know, on those advertising channels selling those Pilates machines. Yeah. Yeah, geez, a fit bloke. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't know how he'd be in his 60s, I'd say. Yeah, well, and truly. Yeah. Now, when filming in Varna, Bulgaria, for The Expendables 3, now this was when he nearly died, yeah, Jason Statham. He was, he was driving a truck and the brakes malfunctioned and it caused him to go off the road into the Black Sea. Oh. Yeah. So, um, yeah, like he, the car was going down and he's drowning, and, oh. but he didn't panic. He managed to um, get out and survive and... Yeah, when he was swimming over <laughs> Sylvester Stallone's there. <laughs> and he calls out to um, Jason Statham, hey, Jason, do you need a towel? <laughs> 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 and I'll, I'll just probably think, oh, God, I need more than a towel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently, um, you were saying, yeah, the, it's uh, the black, it's not called the Black Sea after <laughs> nothing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it's quite a black seat. Yeah. yeah, so he came out of that alive and Statham played the role of Lee Christmas, who is a former SAS soldier. Now, the film was an enormous success, opening at number one at the box office in the United States, United Kingdom, China and India. There's some big populations there, and yeah. it grossed a total of $274 million around the world. Yeah. Now, Statham also starred in the Fast and the Furious franchise. Now, although some people have criticised his acting ability, because, you know, you always get the narcs and, oh, he doesn't play, you know, a wide variety of roles and, yeah. <laughs> pardon me, he's been praised for leading the, the resurgence of action films during the 2000s and 2010s. Now, according to a BBC News report, Statham's film career from 2002 to 2017 generated, get ready for this, an estimated $1.5 billion in ticket sales, mm. making him a tremendous success. Yeah. So he's come a long way from being that Commonwealth Games diver. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Now, American film critic Armin White gave Statham high praise as an action film star and after the film Death Race said, quote, the best track record of any contemporary movie star, end of quote. Now, the New York Times stated that Statham was sleek as a bullet. Yeah. In regard to his role in the film The Mechanic. Did you see that movie, Glenn? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It was a good one. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Okay. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. 
Yeah. And the Daily Telegraph gave Statham tremendous praise, stating that Statham was, quote, England's best export to action movies in just about forever. A business-like brute with gentlemanly soul, end of quote. Now, when, inter when interviewed by Vanity Fair in 2013, Statham stated that there should be an Academy Award category for stunt performers. And he said that stunt performers are, quote, the unsung heroes. They really are. Nobody is giving them any credibility. They're risking their necks. And then you've got poncy actors pretending like they're doing the stunts, end of quote. So what, what do you think about that, Glenn? Do, do you think um, there should be an Academy Award category for stunt performers? And Yeah. Yeah, so do I. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Uh, what about that movie, Fast and the Furious? Didn't um, one of the actors was seriously injured in that, wasn't he, or died? Yeah, yeah. I think he one was. Of the, well, um, the Rock, wasn't it? No, it wasn't him. Uh, no. Yeah. Yeah, yeah one, one of the actors, yeah, it was in one of those street scenes and they're going down a road and... Yeah. Yeah, they sadly hit his head and, yeah. Yeah, have to look that up. Mm. I remember it being in the news at the time. Mm. Yeah. Do you think a lot of films today are too violent? Uh, yeah, well, yeah, they, they cater for an audience. Yeah. Yeah, just sort of, well, it'd be just like saying, you know, Computer games are they too violent? Mm. Yeah, and there's a lot of stuff out there that, yeah, it just yeah it attracts to a, a, an audience. Yeah, so mm. yeah, but um, one, one of the movies that he was in actually had to remove the scene because it involved shooting off someone's head. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah. But I think a lot of movies have become more violent over the years. Yeah. What's the most violent movie you've seen? Um, it, it, it was a true story movie. Mm. And it was called The Killing of America. Oh, okay. It was, it, it was the first, it was basically a documentary of what, what goes on, what was going on in America. Like that. Yeah, the act, yeah, like people just filming, and the mm. guys, the guy just standing there, not hurting anyone, not doing anything. Another guy comes along and slits his head. Yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah, bloody hell. Jeez. Yeah, but yeah, but but yeah, you know, movies like that, that that the. the, the Documentary style, but but when you see the movies, the violence, you know mm. that it's only tomato sauce and that. Yeah. Yeah. So mm. it's sort of yeah, yeah. It just is. Yeah, some of those uh, Wolf Creek, the Wolf Creek movies are up there. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I I like to watch them on um on. Halloween night. Oh, okay. In the dark. 
I remember watching uh, Wolf Creek 2 at Rabina Cinema, and I, it was middle of the day, and I think yeah. I was the only one in the cinema. We were at the um, Port Macquarie Picture Theatre. This was back in the 80s when the movie mm. came, James Bond movie came out with Jaws in it. Oh, yep. Mm. And, and there was... This, there was this guy in the road behind us that had, was really tall and he had these big braces on. And, yeah. And this girl in the same row, when the movie finished, she stood up and looked back and he was standing up and just smiled at her. And she just <laughs> oh <my> screamed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were panicking. He actually um, died recently, that guy. Yeah. I'm just looking up his name because he was in Happy Gilmore. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah his name was. Uh... Yeah, that was his nickname. He was of the fictional henchman. Yeah. So he was in The Spy Loved Me in 1977 and Moonraker. Yeah. So was it Moonraker or? Uh, well, I remember it was on, he was on the train. Mm. Yeah, the train scene. Yeah, I think it was. Right. Yeah, so it was the Spy Who Loved Me, I think it was. Yeah, Spy Who Loved Me, that's it. Yeah, yeah Rich, Richard Keel. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he passed away in 2014. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Seven foot tall, seven foot two inches tall he was. Yeah. Mm. He was a big unit. Yeah. Yeah. But he was funny in Happy Gilmore. That's <laughs> got to be probably the greatest sporting movie ever. Yeah. yeah. Real comedy. And yeah. <laughs> I've got that in my house here. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I've been watching it lately. Yeah. I mm. I like the scene where shooting with Gavin's ball lands on his foot. And, yeah, and he has to, his foot. And, yeah. He, and he has to shoot. He has to. He has to. <laughs> yeah, play it from his foot. Yeah, it's the sort of movie you never get sick of, eh? No. You, you can just watch it over and over again. Yeah, yeah. it's a classic. Yeah. Yeah. So in 2017, Statham featured in a 30-second Super Bowl advertisement alongside uh, Gail Gadot. Now, she's an Israeli actor, and this for, for, uh, was for Wix.com, which is a Israeli software company. And according to CNET, the advers advertisement reached 22 million user impressions. Now, Statham received great praise for his performance in the film, the Fate of the Furious in 2017. Now, the film became the third highest grossing film of that year and the 12th highest grossing film of all time. Jeez. Now, in 2018, Statham played the lead role in the action horror film, The Meg. Now, in order to pre prepare for the scenes where he had to swim in the shark-infested waters, Statham put his diving skills to the test and he went to Fiji and swam with bull sharks. <laughs> Gosh, you can have that all to himself. Yeah. He could have just come here to the Gold Coast and <laughs> swim in the canals. <laughs> it's right. full of bull sharks. Yeah. Mm. That's all you know. Don't see anyone swimming in there. Uh. Now, the film grossed 
$527.8 million and became the highest grossing US Chinese co-production of all time. And yeah, so yeah, it was, you know, that was a terrifying role that he had to do for that. Mm. Mm. Anyway, we'll see what Jason Statham's doing today. So he's now 55 years of age. He looks as fit ass. And he's uh, been in a relationship with British model and actor, Rosie Huntington-Whiteley. Huntington now, she featured in the Transformers and Mad Max and Fury Road. Now, since 2010, now the, uh, the couple, now they became engaged. Yeah, so they've been in a relationship since, since 2010. And, oh, boy, some blokes have all the luck, don't they, Glenn? Yeah. <laughs> I'm still... I'm Famous st movie star, and he's got a hot model for... <laughs> I'm still waiting for mine to arrive, my luck. <laughs> yeah, but he's uh, he's the real opposite in real life to the, the bad guy roles. You know, he plays yeah. in the... in You know, so often in the movies. You know, he's yeah. a, in real life, he's a loving family man and... Yeah. Um, now, Huntington Whiteley, she was voted number 22 in VHM's World's Sexiest Woman poll in 2015. Mm. I used to buy that magazine every year for that top 100 poll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, now, she has won the L-Style Model of the Year three times. Now, Statham and Hunt Huntington Whiteley's son was born in 2017. And their daughter was born in February last year. And they've lived in Beverly Hills, California. However, they've missed the UK and recent, recently spent 7.5 million pounds on a property in the affluent neighbourhood of Chelsea in London. So they sold their 14 million pound Malibu mansion because, yeah, they want to be closer to their families and friends in the UK and... Yeah, the couple are yet to tie the knot due to their heavy work commitments, apparently. Yeah, yeah so Statham enjoys wakeboarding, jet skiing, windsurfing and rock climbing. And he was credited as a co-producer on the 2019 buddy action comedy film, Fast and the Furious, um, present, Hobbs and Shaw, and he received his first production credit. Now, looking back at his diving career, Statham... When interviewed by the Mirror in 2021, he said, quote, it's a bit of a point. I never got to the Olympics. Bit of a, a sour point for him. I just heard they got $7 million or something for diving per year, and they deserve it. Yeah, so the divers we've got now are just terrific, end of quote. Now, Statham believes he started diving too late and should have done a different sport. And see, so this is why um, Great Britain do so well at the Olympics now, you know, for the last 20 years. Because, uh. yeah, they um, reached a real low point, you know, back in sort of like the mid-90s. And um, But, yeah, what they started doing then, the, the funding from their, their lotteries, they put that towards sport. Uh. And then all of a sudden, you know, they could go out and buy... Um, some of the best coaches in the world. Like they pinched a lot of the good Aussie coaches, especially the uh, 
cycling coaches. Uh, so they just poured all this money into sport and now they just win gold medals galore, you know. Uh, and uh, yeah, so that's why, you know, divers are getting a lot more money now where they used to get nothing. Uh, yeah, so he said that getting into martial arts when he was young and training in kung fu, karate and kickboxing definitely helped him play his action hero roles. Now, this year, Statham has been busy featuring and co-producing uh, yeah, the film Operation Fortune and Roos de Goo. Now, he is, he is also featured in the American action film Fast X and the science, action, science fiction action film Meg 2, The Trench, and co-produced and featured in The Expendables 4. There you go, Glenn. Yeah. There's another Expendables coming out. Yeah. And he's currently working in the filming of the upcoming action film, The Beekeeper. Oh, gosh. I'd, I'd find time to marry her. Uh, <laughs> I know he's a busy man. Uh, That's no excuse. Yeah, but I suppose, yeah, you know, it's not, I don't think she's sitting around home. She's probably off doing stuff as well. Yeah. So it'll be trying to. Trying but he's to one of the biggest, yeah. <laughs> he's one of the biggest action actors today. Uh, and But he's very well respected in Hollywood and very well liked by his peers who uh, uh, enjoy, very much enjoy working with him. Yeah. Uh, Hmm. That's the story of Jason Statham. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I still haven't got the reveal. Still haven't got the this week's my reveal. Yeah. Uh, so the answer is Johnny yeah. Weismuller. Yes. Yep. Oh. <laughs> okay. And your top five for this. My top five. Okay. Fifth spot, I've got Vinnie Jones. Fourth spot, I've got a tie between the two aqua swimmers, Annette Kellerman and Esther Williams. Third spot, I've got Jim Brown. Second spot, I've got our Where Are They Now Today, Jason Statham. And in top spot... I have Mr. Tarzan himself. Uh, Any wise Muller. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Who's your number one? I'll go for the Jason Statham. Yeah. Yeah. Rightio. So next episode, we're going to have a back to one of our national country episodes. Mm. Yeah. We've got the Italian National Sporting Day. Coming up on the 2nd of June, it's called the Festa uh, della Repubblica uh, or Republic Day in Italy. And so, yeah, we're going to celebrate Italy, everything it Italian, and talk uh, about Italian sport. Uh, some well known Italian sports people from over the years. Yeah. Mm. Okay. That's time for this episode then. <laughs> Baldim! Uh, okay. Rightio. So, thanks for joining us for this episode of the Sports Shack. All references for this episode are on the platform page. So, it's a goodbye from Paul. It's a goodbye from Glenn. Goodbye. Bye.
G'day, it's me again. Please check out the Sporting Shack on Facebook if you like this for posts and other likes and shares. Have a great sporting week. Please check out Gold Studio Productions on Facebook. Until next time. Get to the chopper! I'll be back.